the vibes. The Hoop Changes podcast is back. Brought to you by NBA 2K22. Mo Mootsi, live and direct with my man, Mr. BJ Armstrong. Three-time NBA champion. What's the rest of the Real intro? name. Real name. Tell them. No gimmicks. That's right. That's right. Now, we've got some important things to discuss. There was no NBA games last night. Oh, Mo, what am I going to do? A rare what night. What am I going to do? I thought there was no basketball, but there was basketball. There was the NCAA March Madness final for the men's. So we've got to respect the yes. ladies too. But the men's final was last night. But we're recording this show for you before the game tips off. So BJ Armstrong, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. We're going to need your prediction. I'm rocking with UNC because of all the Jordan colorways that they do, the UNC colorways. i got the UNC 3s, i got the UNC 4s, so I don't care about the rest of it. I'm rocking so I can rock the fresh kicks. I can step out wearing the UNC 4s tomorrow. But for your basketball take of these things, because you watch these games more closely than I do. Mm-hmm. Kansas, you know, some great players have come from Kansas. Joel Embiid, Paul Pierce, and UNC, and a few great players. And one of the greatest players of all time has come from UNC. I don't need to say any more than that. But who have you got winning tonight's matchup? Tonight I have the Kansas Jayhawks winning. Why? Well, the big kid for North Carolina, he sprained his ankle. Oh, and he was having a monster game. And he having a monster game. And because of that ankle sprain, I think the Kansas Jayhawks, because of their depth, the way that they play, I think will take advantage of that because they're going to, you know, when you get to a game like this, you just need, you need all of your, you need all of your players. And now hopefully he'll be able to come back and play. And I'm not sure, you know, what his percentage will be, you know, will he be 85%? Who knows? But I am rooting for, the Tar Heels. Okay. I'm rooting for Coach okay. Heber Davis. I, I, I got my fingers crossed. I hope I'm wrong here, but if you're asking me who I think should win the game, the Kansas Jayhawks should win the game. Mm-hmm. But I think the North Carolina Tar Heels have a puncher's chance. You know, it's March. Anything can March happen Madness, in March. Anything can happen that's here. I'm rooting for Coach Davis. He's had a fantastic year as a first year head coach, getting to the championship game done an incredible job with his team kind of what uh Idoka has done there and, and yes sir yes sir with with the Celtics they start off a little slow and then he's turned this thing around and before you know it he's playing in the NBA finals uh I mean the final four yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just mess with you I see I'll just you're, you're attempting fate yeah, a little bit with uh just mess with you but so but I think the Kansas Jayhawks should win this game okay okay well we've got a fun week coming up on Wednesday, we're going to be talking the MVP race. MVP! All, all MVP. the awards. We're giving you our final takes. On Thursday, we're going to be talking about the all-NBA teams. On Friday, we're going to be answering your questions. So make sure you send in your questions when I put the tweet out. Mm. But today, we got to look at the last week of the regular season, BJ. And I want you to give me a little insight. If you could just have a look at the NBA standings right now. Okay. How you think this thing is going to shake out? Miami, you know, uh, a game yeah. and a half at the top of the East. Phoenix uh, Phoenix have run away with the West. That's not up for debate. 
Memphis comfortably in second place, but then spots three through six, they could all change. And, you know, spots seven down to nine, 10, 11, it's all, it's all up in the air. So how do you see this one shaking out? You know, Mo, it doesn't really matter. I don't think at, at this stage you, you how it's going to shake out. I think it matters being a top six because you get an extra week of rest and you get an extra week to prepare for your next round matchup rather than having to go through the play-in where you have one or sometimes two chances to be eliminated. You know, I'd rather be the sixth seed than the seventh seed by and not to do with the matchups in the next round because of the less games required to play, the less risk involved, because anyone can win a one-off game. There's nothing to stop the Charlotte Hornets from just going nuclear for one game only. If Brooklyn shooting is cold, because right now Charlotte are ninth, Brooklyn is 10th. If the Brooklyn Nets can't make a shot and the Charlotte Hornets and Lamella Ball and Bridges and these guys are just going off, there's nothing to stop them advancing. So I think it does matter the final week of the season because, you know, for example, the Cleveland Cavaliers in seventh, but the Chicago Bulls, they lose their next two games. They'll be down there as well. So we've got to see how it shakes out. Yeah, I think in a traditional sense, I think you're absolutely right. And in a traditional, and what you said, your argument makes sense. It really does. I can follow your argument. And actually, you know what? You could convince me. But this is the NBA, and everyone makes a run. (laughs) Well, everyone makes a run. Well, everyone makes a run here, Mo. And because I know how this season has, this season has been. I mean, it's it's been wild, and in since it's it's been in in some some ways it's been like a little wacky, you know. You have the Bulls suddenly at one point they were in first place. Now they're currently in fifth place. Toronto wasn't in the playoffs. Now they're in sixth place. Boston was nowhere to be found early. All of a sudden, I looked at one day and they were in first place. You know, vibes and with a legit and with a with a legit chance. I mean, if, if the Celtics got to the NBA Finals this year. You know, couldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, Milwaukee. You know, they've been playing. They've been kind of steady all year. They've been. It seemed like they've been two, three all year. Philadelphia. We that story's been well documented. Brooklyn. We don't know what to make of them. Right. I mean, think about this. Brooklyn right now is in the tenth seed, and there are people out there who are saying Brooklyn could win it and come out of the East. No, it's not and, Brooklyn could win it. It's Kevin Durant could win it. That's what they're really saying. Uh, well, because that's what I was saying at the start of the year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, you know, it's who had Cleveland at the beginning of the season in the playoffs. You know, they're in the seventh seed. Now. Yeah. So, and, and can I just say the Cleveland Cavaliers would be still fourth if it wasn't for Jared Allen breaking his finger. That's that's yes, all I'm saying. On that. Cleveland, and, Cleveland and, they, and Evan Mobley is out right now. They might even be high if Rubio never went down injured. Like they've I mean, been the most unlucky team with injuries throughout the season. Yes, they've had Ricky Rubio, they lose with an ACL. Jared Allen, they lose with a finger, right? Is that what he did? He broke his finger. Yeah, I think so. Broke his finger. And then, and now Evan Mobley is out with a sprained ankle. And, you know, and then they lose, I mean, they lose Colin Sexton for the whole year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about him. You know, Darius Garland. BJ, I I have to pull you up on one thing. I have to pull you up on one thing. You said this is the NBA and everyone makes a run. Except for one team. That's only four games left. 
and I'm still waiting for the Lakers to make their run. Oh, stop it. Why they're running out. They're running out. Why of, are you piling up on them? It's like Come a plane on. trying to take off, but they've run out of the runway. There's no more runway. Oh, You're not taking it. off. Hey, stop it, Mo. I, I heard Magic stop Johnson it. saying just now they could have had DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and Buddy Heald. BJ, how many wins is that team giving you? LeBron, AD, DeRozan, Buddy Heald, Alex Caruso. You know, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole with anyone. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I, I heard the interview today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going down this coulda, shoulda, woulda. I'm not going to play this blame game. Okay. I'm not okay. going to play. I'm not going to play. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the couch coach. I am sitting on my I yeah. I'm sitting on my couch telling you what I would have done. No, I'm not playing that game. I, I think anyone in the world would have kept Caruso though. Like he was the only guy playing defense on the whole roster. But okay. okay. But anybody except. The people paying you know, the luxury tax bill. Yeah. Here's, here's the funny thing about all of this. You know, Mo, I always defer to the players when it comes to who can play and who can't. Okay. Because what's interesting to me is the players, the star players on the LA Lakers, they had to have a say-so in the roster construction of this team. Mm-hmm. How much, you and I will never know. But it, this, is, this is something that you have to really consider. The construction of the team, if you're the best player on the team, I'm going to assume at some point, and this is a good assumption, that they, at least they were, you know, they had some input. Yes. So my question is not the fact that they didn't keep them. My fact is, why didn't the players? Did you read the article about Alex Caruso? And what went on with the Lakers and him. So what was reportedly said was something along, this isn't in a direct quote, this is just along the lines of what was said in the article, is the Lakers said to Alex Caruso, here's what we're going to offer you, but if we give you this contract, we have to pay an additional $17 million in luxury tax payments. That's how much we value you. And Alex Caruso said, that ain't nothing to do with me, how much tax you're paying. I ain't seeing any of that tax money. I'm going to go to Chicago and they're going to pay me more. Lakers could have matched the offer that Chicago did. But they didn't because they didn't want to pay the luxury tax. And they thought telling Caruso, oh, we're going to pay this much in luxury tax because we want you around. That's like that's like a TV company saying to me, oh, Mo, we can't give you the fee you want for the show, but we're paying this much in tax just to have you on the show. So you should feel valued because that's how much we care about you. But we're not going to pay oh, you. Can I you tell want. you something? I Can think I tell ridiculous. you something, though? Yeah, go ahead. Go Can ahead. I tell you something? Go ahead. In my daytime job as an agent, mm. we represent Alex Caruso. Okay. And for better or for worse, I know the real story here. I'm just saying what I've read. Okay, that's fine. How far is that from the truth? To protect all, let's just say this. I'm going to assume that whatever was needed to win a championship, you do what you got to do. Facts. Okay? If you want to win, 
You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to win okay. on a timeline with a 37-year-old LeBron James. I, I, it, it, that's all I want to say. You know what I mean? I've been around long enough to say I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not blaming ownership. I'm not blaming. Mo just made it, gave me an example. Mo says he want to get paid. Okay. I encourage every player. I encourage every organization. I encourage make all of the money you can. Making money is not a bad thing. But if you want to win a championship, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Now, there is, I'm going to get paid. And then there is, I'm going to go for it and win the NBA championship. <laughs> now, you can take that however you want to take it. And unfortunately, or fortunately, when I sit down and I see these teams, and I sit down with all 30 other teams, and I'm about to sit down with them again when we go to the Chicago pre-draft, face-to-face. I want to meet with every team. And every year, I say the same thing. There's only five to seven teams max in any given year that are prepared to do the following. They're going to do whatever is necessary to win. And if you don't have that mindset, don't expect to win. It's just like, it's just like become, if you're going to be a great player, there's no way around the hard work. You can't, there's no way to shortchange that. There's no way to shortcut that. So in saying this, I think Alex Caruso ended up where he was supposed to end up. I think the Lakers ended up where they were supposed to end up. And if there was some type of misunderstanding, so be it. But I'm not going to sit here and and somebody's going to tell me a year later what they would have done. Okay. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I mean, I mean, I mean, everyone was saying when Alex Caruso signed with the Bulls, everyone was saying, why did the Lakers not keep him? And that's before they even played the game this season. And I'm not mad at Caruso. You know, we saw him have that horrible injury. And I'm glad he the got same paid. reason, the same reason that Mo gave me an example of certain things when he turns down offers that he gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, it's hey, an open market for hey, a reason. Hey, 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 hey. it's it. go to the highest bidder. In Mo, in the end, <laughs> everyone can blame. In the end. We don't have to blame. In the okay. end. Okay. How about this? How about this? Okay. Andy Davis sat down in a press conference yesterday and he said, man, just imagine if things were different. Imagine if I was healthy the whole year. Imagine if Kendrick Nunn was healthy the whole year. Imagine if Braun was healthy the whole Guess what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to break, well, break some news to Andy Davis. Lakers won 31 games with their apparently injury-riddled roster. Guess what? The LA Clippers, who they share a building with, Kawhi Leonard played zero games. Now, I think Kawhi Leonard is, with all due respect, Kendrick Nunn, but I think Kawhi Leonard is a whole lot better than Kendrick Nunn. Paul George missed almost the entire season. And they won 38 games. And further up in the standings, in the fifth seed, winning 47 games and counting, the Denver Nuggets have been without their point guard, Jamal Murray, and a kid they just gave the max to, Michael Paul Jr., 
I don't hear them making excuses for injuries and saying, oh, oh, imagine if Jamal and Michael were healthy, well, how good would it be? Oh, imagine if Kawhi and Paul George. No, they just got on with it. They just went out and they played hard. And both of those teams are looking this, at the playoffs. Yeah. Here, here's what I think he's saying. Okay. I, I'm not going to focus on the words, what he's saying, because what he's saying, we can dissect that and, and, and take the words. And I think what he's saying is, the following if they were healthy i do think they are a little better that's a big if though so that's, a, that's a little worry with the big meaning i do i think they're better i think they're in the playoffs now there's two things mo that i want to point out and i want to say about this laker team because i can't get away from the lakers it's like it's kind of like the circus Every you live in la back. you live in LA. Yeah, it's it like <laughs> if i sit here long enough it'll come back to me like i don't even want to talk about the lakers well, i mean you live down the road from on. Like, like you can't yeah, really avoid yeah, the team yeah. in your city okay there's two things that really stand out to me about this team and i don't know if it's a compliment or if i'm actually criticizing them or critiquing them but i'm no judgment here when I watched this team, you know what really stood out to me this year? Go ahead. Even though the Lakers didn't play well, they didn't play well all year. Like, normally you will see a team, just like what I said earlier, this is the NBA and everybody makes a run. And I said, we're still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> they never, ever, from preseason to now, you, said, you didn't say, this is who they could be, or this is who they should be. This is who they ought to be. You just kept like, you kept, you know, you're like, well, we'll get it next game. We'll get it. But you know what was always amazing to me the whole year, though? Because they're yeah. veteran guys. Yeah. Frank Vogel had those guys playing hard all the way to the end. Like, they didn't just shut him off. Like, they haven't just like, you've seen teams where you just like, oh, man, this dude has lost the locker room or he's lo yeah. like, yeah, they're still trying. Mo. They're still trying. Like, they were trying last game. Russell Westbrook is still trying. He doesn't know how to not try, though. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James, when he plays, he's still trying. Melo, you know, and that's what's – that to me is like a – I've been a veteran, and I've been on some bad teams, Mo. <laughs> you know, I've been on some bad teams. And, Mo, like, Malik Monk and these guys are still trying. Like, they're still trying. And but I'm they, like, but they ain't just, winning. And I, and you know what though, no, like, I, I I do have to give some respect to Anthony Davis because I make a lot of jokes about him and his fortunate place on the top seventy-five list. But I do have to give him my full respect for playing through an injury, injury. trying to get this I, team. I, 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 that, Mo, that has my this full is what respect. I'm saying, Mo. This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying what's going on behind the scenes, but outwardly, Mo. On a I Mo, I've been in some. I've been on some good teams. I've been on some bad teams. It, everything in between. So they're trying. I got to give them. But why aren't they? They're trying. But, but Mo, they can't. They can't finish it. They get up mm -hmm. like Mo. You know what's here's what's here's what's crazy to me. This is why I say the NBA is like wacky this year. Normally, you'll have like a young team. They'll get up twenty, and you'll be like, "Well, they're loose because they don't have the experience." You know, if like if you saw the Houston Rockets or the Detroit Pistons do that, you go, "They're just inexperienced." Yeah. These guys have Hall of Fame players. Yeah. They're up like 20 in the fourth okay, and well, can't close it out. I, well, I will say to you about this is when you say they're trying, I don't see them trying on defense the way they try on offense. Uh, uh, Mo, uh, I, I, Mo, they are giving themselves a chance. Mo, some of these games, 
you're like, how did they lose that game? Like, well, how many games have you seen with the Lakers? And you go, how did they lose? All so of the them. first thing is they've got LeBron and AD. Thing, every I game want to say lose. this. I want to give those guys credit, man, because I know how hard it is. When you lose, I'm no, it stinks. I'm, I'm giving not, them credit. I'm, I'm not giving them any credit for whatever being 11 he, seed. Whatever he did this year to keep those guys just playing, I got to give them credit. I'm giving him credit because I didn't see them just like throw it in. Like they were, they were trying. Now, why they couldn't win in? That's another decision. That's another conversation that we. Well, and then the second thing that really stood out with me with this team, no more. And mm-hmm. you asked the question, why don't they play defense? And you know what it is, Mo? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a team that at this late in the season don't look like they're in conditioning. Their conditioning looks way off to me. Mm-hmm. Like Mo, it looks re- like if you watch the if you watch the Lakers, Mo. How many times have you seen them give multiple efforts on a, on a, on a play? No. Like, well, no. they'll make one rotation. They don't care. And then, and then after that, the guy address, the guy address, uh, drive and dunk it. And then you always see, my bad. That's my fault. Yeah. Their conditioning all year to me looked bad. First, you know, I thought it was because of their age. Well, I just think it's a conditioning thing. I don't know if they weren't able to practice or what was the case. They didn't look in great conditioning this year. And those were the two things that really stood out to me. And when I watched them last night or yesterday, they get to the fourth quarter. Well, they just look winded. Well, <laughs> it's always, it's, it always it's, looked winded to me. In it's the interesting quarter. because like they had a pre-training camp, training camp in Vegas. They got the guys together. They were hey, in Vegas. Hey, they were hey. working well, out. I don't want to hear anything about no Instagram anymore. I got 82 games. I'm, Show me what I, you hey, did in the game. Hey, 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 no, no, Don't no, no. tell me no, what you no, did no, you in the let me finish. pre-draft and you team let me building. You no, let me I finish. can't let you finish that. You got to let me finish. They did that mini training camp in Vegas. <laughs> okay? You got to listen. You got to listen to the words I'm saying. They had their pre-training camp in Vegas. Not, and what state happens in Vegas? That's state. all and I'm going to say. In Vegas. That's, that's what, that's so what I'm it. talking about no Instagram workouts. I'm just saying I've seen all the guys last summer in Vegas. That's what okay, I'm saying. Well, I ain't saying no more than that. So you know, you know, four games left. We had this little debate, you know, in, in the studio the other day, whether they should just shut it down for the season or make a run at still trying to make the plans because they can catch the San Antonio Spurs. What are you thinking if you're the Lakers? Mathematically, they're not out of it, right? No. Not yet. Oh, well, they should play. They should play. 100%. They should play. I'm telling you, this season has been, this has been crazy. Watching this, whether it's COVID, I mean, just like a week ago, you and I were talking about what is going on in Miami? They're the, they're they're currently what the number one. They seed won, yeah. They won the three East. straight since that since and, that conversation. Just a week ago, we Jimmy, were like ready to like Jimmy Butler started playing good again. He just woke up one day and he could actually score again. I, I don't again. I don't know what's happening. You know, Coach Spo hasn't coached for whatever the reasons. Maybe I don't know what's going on. All I know is when the season ends or when the playoffs begin. It's a new season. I'm going to see that's what's true. going to happen. And, and that's, that's what I'm going to see. I like that's what I'm just going to see what's going to happen. Just been stable throughout the whole year. No drama, no issues, no worries. And then I like Milwaukee and I like Boston. 
That's what I like. But we're going to get into it. You know, when, when we've got the final standings, we'll make our predictions. Um, but, you know, we had a lot of you guys who, who listened to the show. A lot of you guys were tweeting yesterday, wondering where you could get more info about a live episode of the show. Now, I didn't say no dates. I didn't say no locations. All I said was stay tuned. But I've got to tell you guys this, who's still listening to the podcast here on a Tuesday morning in rainy old England. You guys are the real ones who listen to this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a little webpage where you can put your email address in and you can receive exclusive updates for the listeners of the Hoop Genius podcast. And I'm not going to tell no one about this. I'm not going to tweet out the link. I'm not going to do any of that. This is just for our listeners. So just stay tuned. And I'm going to let you guys know. We're going to follow up. We've got some things in the works. We've got some things planned. But we've got a big week of basketball ahead, BJ. It's going right down to the wire. We, it's going down. I mean, Mo, it's going down to the wire with everything. Mm-hmm. The with Chicago everything, Bulls Mo. could drop into the play-in. Like, it's crazy what could happen this week. And this is just, it's that type of, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, but. It's interesting. Keeps us on our toes. Yes, sir. And we're all about it. We're here for it. Yes, sir. And can we stop? Just when can we officially stop talking about the Lakers? When they're officially eliminated. So maybe this week, maybe after the play-in, maybe they win the championship if we're going to get really crazy. I wonder what the (laughs) odds are right now. What do you think the odds are right now on the Lakers winning the NBA championship? You know what? You know what, Paul? You know what would be great? You know what would be great, though? Go ahead. If somehow they did get in, if yep. somehow they did get in, it's just somehow they did get. In. Let's just say, just somehow, with some way. I I said this was in. easy alone. I really want Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook to retire with NBA championships because I feel like they don't get the respect they deserve because everyone says, "Oh, well, they ain't want to ring." And I yeah. love those two guys. I, I hope they both become NBA champions, but I don't want the Lakers to win because then they're going to talk about, oh. "Oh, we've got the most NBA championships," even though. Okay, <laughs> even though I'm going to leave you guys with this, 11 oh, of them bro. belong to oh. Minneapolis and <laughs> and every single championship in Laker history. Wait a minute, they got more than 11 that belong to, wait a minute. How many they got from Minneapolis? 12 in Minneapolis. No, they can't have that many from Minneapolis. No, because you got Magic had five. Shaq and Kobe had three. That's eight. I had three. Kobe, the med two, so that's 10. LeBron had, well, that's 11. Oh, we count the bubble. Well, it, it, so, <laughs> so well they, I'm just saying. They, I'm just they saying. got 12. They got 12. They got 12. Okay, so what they have? 16 total? 17 total after the bubble. Okay, yeah. So, so 16 yeah. in a bubble. Um, but anyway, if the Lakers weren't based in LA, I don't think they have any of those. What does that mean? I don't know. Explain your explain. What does that mean? Okay, the the teams that won these championships, Kareem chooses to go and live in LA and play basketball there. Shaquille O'Neal chooses to live in LA and play basketball there. Kobe Bryant forces his way to be drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers because of the Kareem and Magic Johnson teams. Okay, if they weren't in LA and they were in any other city in the United States. They wouldn't have won any of those okay. championships. Okay, so tell me what Boston did. 
Because I don't think Bill Russell, I don't think Bill Russell would have chosen to live in Boston. Exactly. Exactly my point. Exactly okay. my point. Okay. okay, so what's your point? This the the Lakers, their success is down to good weather. <laughs> okay. Not team gotta, building. We gotta hang. Not we, trades. We gotta, not, we, not we trades. Gotta, not great drafting. We gotta hang it's we gotta, good weather. Oh, oh, oh. It's good weather. That's been another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. Laker fans, you probably won't tune in again. Hey man, all, all I'm saying is, you know what though? You know what? I, I do give them credit for the ones with Kobe and Paul Gasol. I got to give them credit for those. But aside from that, whatever. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow morning. We'll be talking MVP. <laughs> Thursday we'll be talking all NBA. Friday we'll be answering your questions. Hey, 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 hey. What about KG and all those guys when they came? What about- well, well, you mean when they traded for Kevin Garnett <laughs> and they traded for Ray Allen? Yeah, yeah. When Danny Ainge traded, Danny, Danny Ainge traded. Trade with again? Who did he trade with? He, he traded with the Seattle Supersonics for Ray Allen. Okay, who did he trade for Kevin? Kevin. The Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves. Who, who was it, Gio? Kevin McHale. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Danny Angel's a great GM. You can say what you want about Kevin McHale, but I KG, didn't say KG, wouldn't have gone to Boston. He wouldn't have accepted that trade had they not traded for Ray Allen in the first place. He wanted to go to Phoenix, and then when Ray went to Boston, he said, "Okay, cool, you can trade me there if you want." So everyone thinks, "Oh, Minnesota gift wrapped Kevin Garnett to the Boston Celtics." No, they didn't. They had to engineer a whole trade for Ray Allen and then engineer another trade for Kevin Garnett. Imagine right now, a franchise right now, who's at the bottom of the standings. Okay, let me ask you this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Who's at the bottom of the standings right now? The Houston Rockets or the Atlanta Magic? This is like the Houston Rockets or the Atlanta Magic trading for Rudy Gobert, if we're talking about the the defense player of the year, trading for Rudy Gobert and then trading, who's the best shooter that that we got? Trading for Rudy Gobert and Dame Lillard in one off season. That ain't happening because they ain't got Danny H. Anyway, Boston Celtics, greatest franchise to ever do it. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe. (laughs) Stay tuned for more info and updates. And as always, get buckets.